Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue what we are learning. The holy letters of the Balatanya. Letter number 12. And the Shir is We are learning the letter that the act of charity, the activity of merely giving charity, brings peace in the world. And the inner dimension, the obsession, the giving of charity, where a person's body and soul, intelligence, emotions, his heart, and his entire being is invested and involved in pushing himself to the limit. When he obsessively gives charity, that unleashes and reveals in the world a tranquility that's never-ending and everlasting. And we are going very deep into this idea to understand the beginning of compassion, the beginning of the purpose of this world, to see the world from the lenses of the Balatanya, which is to see in entirety the 7,000 years of creation, the seven days of the world, the seven energies of God. And the seven energies of God are Chesed, Vurat, Feres, Netachoid, Yisoid, and those are six. And then we have Malchus, which is the seventh. And we explain in a very powerful way this idea that when God created the world, the first day of creation, the beginning before creation, was beyond time and beyond space was a place of the creation of the Torah, the creation of the intelligence of God, so to speak, where God is infinite. He has his energy is indescribable. It's undefinable, similar to like when you look at a child. Child, you see that he's a Jew. You see as your child. You see as your embodiment of yourself. The child is made in your image. It's similar to you, similar in form, and similar in likeness, it has your form, which is you, and then your image, which is your reflection. So the child encompasses, the child reflects, the child is the father and mother. You see in the child right away, the father and mother, everything about the child, the child's made up of flesh and blood and, and bones, the essence of the parents is sitting right there. And that's the form, that's the whole entirety of the child. And then there's the child's face, the child's reflection, which is the glimmer of the parents. But both the glimmer and the form, both the reflection and the form 
both the tzelem and the dmus of that child as the parents. But you cannot see the child's intelligence yet. You cannot see the child's personality. You cannot see the child's ten energies. You cannot see the odom. You cannot see the human. You cannot see the personality. You wait for the child to even smile, to reflect to you, to give you back something. But the enormity of the exact godl cotton year, that cotton godl year, the enormity of this child who's small now, who's going to be big one day, that you cannot grasp, you can't hold on to that. And that is a metaphor that the holy Kabbalists use to describe the infinity of God, the infinity of the soul before it came into the body or the infinity of God before the creation of the world with the intelligence of God is so overwhelming and that intelligence is narrowed down into the Torah narrowed down into the purpose of man and after God creates the world Seven days, six days he creates, and the seventh day he rests. On that seventh day, we see the intelligence of God. We see the Chochmah of Hashem. We see the resting. What do we do every seven days? We go out Sunday and we work, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're cultivating our seven energies, both man and woman. We are cultivating our heart and our torso. These are seven energies that both men and women have. The heart, chesed, vuret, feres, my love, my feeling of my love, and my interchangeability of that, my compassion, and then my netzach and my hoid, my competition, my, my conquering ability, my activity, my running out to the world, and my hoid is my devotion, my surrender, my devotion, My ability to give myself to another. And then there's my yesoid. My yesoid is the communication ability of all of that. And then there's my malchus, which malchus means to make it real. Yesoid and malchus will have to go into deeper. But in general, these are seven energies. The seven energies reflect themselves in that the sixth day, on Friday, we are already culminating all of the week's work. And we are about to give it further. We're giving it over for Shabbos. We are going to give that over to the emptiness of the day of Shabbos. What is the emptiness of that day of Shabbos? It's like the womb. It's going to make everything real. Whoever worked the whole six days of the week, he will eat on Shabbos. If you just physically work and you have nothing spiritual in your life and you come in to Shabbos, when God said, remember the Shabbos, which is the intention of Shabbos, which is the soul of Shabbos, the meaning of Shabbos. And he said, Shammer Shabbos, watch the Shabbos, do the Lamates Malachas. Don't do any creative work on Shabbos. Both when he said the word remember and when he said the word protect, watch, Remember and protect, you heard those words, one. It's like sometimes you could see a certain color and the eye sees both colors at once. 
Either it's silver or it's black, but sometimes you see both. You look for one second, you see silver, one look for another second, you see black. Or sometimes you could listen in earphones, and in the right ear you'll hear one thing, in the left ear you hear another thing. But it's the same word. It says when God said the word, Zohar v'shamar, he said one word. But you, all, you heard both words. That's a phenomenon that's indescribable. Because that is the beginning of the Messianic era where body and soul become one. Body and soul of Shabbos. What is Shabbos? You understand there's two types of people in this world that experience Shabbos. There's a person who experiences Shabbos. He doesn't know nothing about Judaism. Doesn't know nothing about the secrets of the Holy Torah. Doesn't know nothing about the inner wisdom of Shabbos. He doesn't know nothing about the inner wisdom of the world. He doesn't, he hasn't touched the Balatanya or the Holy Hasidic masters. He just knows Hashem said, do the Lamatas Malachas on Shabbos. I want you to go and don't do any creative work. Don't do any of the Malachas. Spend time with your family. Rest. Be in a tranquil mode. And then there's some people who understand the essence of Shabbos, the meaning of Shabbos, the remembrance of Shabbos, not just the protection, not just the body, not just the activity, not just the Maisat Tzedakah, not just the activity. But they know the inner dimension of Shabbos. They know that the purpose of this whole world is Shabbos. The whole purpose of my work during the week, my inner work, my real work, is to refine my body, is to become a selfless person. The whole entire week, I'm struggling. I'm fighting soul and body to discover Torah mitzvahs, to discover the intelligence of God, and to see it in a world that's so dark. That there's many Rishus Arabim, there's many people, I go to my business, and my job, and my work, and my... Children and the schools and PTA and non-stop aggravation, bills and money. And everybody claims that they rule the, rule the world. The billing department of every bill that I have makes life look real like that. They're the owners of the world and the radio makes the world sound like it has its own autonomous existence. And the trauma and the Drama of life makes it sound like oh, the world is something different. And one by one, everybody's claiming that they own the world. And the avoid of the lamates malachas that we do during the week, the whole idea is Rishus Arabim, Rishus We go from the place of tefillah, the place of davening, the place of where God is one, the place where we discovered the Torah, the whole purpose of man to be Odom Adam and to to get in touch with your selflessness, to get in touch with your kindness, to get in touch with your Torah, which is in the right, which is the idea of the purpose of your man, the compassion, the whole idea of what you came on this world is to connect with other people, to connect with God, to be giving state. And avoid the idea of prayer, to always remember to burst out, to run away from all of your pain and suffering, all of your trap entrapments, all of your traumas, all of the things that are stifling you, whether it's your job or whether it's the tremendous darkness in life, all the gvura things, all the things that are trying to stop you and stifle you. So for that, we have tefillah, we have prayer, we go into the show three times a day or when we say tilem and we connect with Hashem, we say shema, we say yishmoni asrei, we say tilem, where we speak to the creator of the world, where we go deep within and we understand that what it looks like outside is only a trampoline. It's an only opportunity. It's only darkness that will allow the light to light up the darkness. And we discover that light during prayer. 
primarily during prayer, because it's from within, from the tefillah, and even the tefillah's mincha, it's even deeper, because it's the middle of my work, it's the middle of my day, it's the middle of deep in the work week. I completely forgot about Shabbos. I completely forgot about the purpose of the world. You know, right now we're learning, we're discovering the purpose of the world, but a minute later we'll shut the books. The question is if this idea, the Chochmah of Shabbos, the idea of purpose of the world, if it still remains real, if it remains real, then I'm doing my Melech Techa, then I'm in a state of Zohar. I'm not a state of Shomer, I'm in a state of remembering all the time Shabbos. When we end davening, we say we have to remember Shabbos. What does it mean to remember Shabbos? It means to remember the purpose of the world, to remember the 6,000 years of creation, 6,000 years that we are creating the world, the six, six days that God created the world only for man, so he could discover God. And Abraham Avinu was the first one who discovered it, to understand the gift of Shabbos, which means to understand the purpose of life is that I go out the whole week and I'm in Rishos Rabbim, Rishos HaYochet. The first Melacha in Mesechta Shabbos is Yitzah, to take from one domain, the public domain, to the private domain. To take from the private domain to the public domain, the biggest Melacha. Do you see it's a creative work? The Lamatas Melachas, 39 Melachas, they're all creative work, except for Yitzah. Yitzah, to take from one Domain from one from my house, my private house, and to bring it out into the marketplace, to bring a needle. Is that creative? Why would, should that be the greatest halacha in Shabbos? Explain the holy Hasidic masters that this is the essence of Shabbos. The whole idea of the six days of the world is that in each day a different energy of God claims to rule. The whole idea of the work week is the darkness that everybody's fighting for the domain of God, the domain of this world, the domain of life. And the idea of Shabbos is, the idea of Shabbos is to give you the perspective, the first Shabbos, which was the creation of the world, the day, the first day before Sunday. The idea was that God was infinite. He permeated all organs. He permeated the whole existence. We can't even understand what that means, like a child when they're born. The goal is, just like in the child, is to grow the child properly and feed it healthily and give it everything. Not just to give it physical, but also spiritual, to give, may create a legacy, to create children that will outlive you, that will see, they will be made in your image. They will be, you will give them a name, and then you will help them make a name for themselves by showing them the right path. Where you are investing in things that you will make real, that they will be far beyond your lifetime, will be ready to live far beyond your lifetime. You're creating generations, not just physical, vegetable ones, God forbid but generations where you're going to instill in them the proper meaning of life. Even if you're not perfect, you want to instill in your children perfection. You want to instill in your children real, true growth. Intelligence, not just intelligence of a job, but intelligence, spiritual intelligence to, 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 to not to succumb, God forbid, to my beastly nature, not to succumb to the domains of the world, to be above it, to be a, to be a point of, and a God-fearing Jew means to be above the world, to be B'nai Yisrael, to be above, to get in touch with such a light that rises above the world. So there's two types of children. There's one child, this Shomer, you're just creating him and giving him life and feeding him till he gets to his bar mitzvah. And then there's a zacher. The zacher is that you're introducing to your child the chinuch, your tremendous obligation. And these are two different modes of how we bring up our children. We have to care about them physically, but we have to also care about them spiritually. 
It's not enough to just care about my child physically. The Holy Lubavitcher Rebbe explained that his mission on this world was not just to bring in a Jewish nation, not to just restore and regenerate the Judaism after the Holocaust, but to introduce the Messianic era, to introduce what the Holy Balsham did, the Yisrael, his name was the Yisrael Balsham, to introduce the soul of every single Jewish person. And the world tried to stifle it out, but to take all the non-religious people and to introduce to them back religion, to give them the rejuvenation of Zohar, to know the meaning of life. Not just to bring up a child that will go, that will be in a, in your home and you will feed him and healthily take care of him, but also to bring up a child that will know the meaning of the world. So the whole week, in an essence, according to Hasidic Kabbalistic masters, is that the week is not just a regular week. You're not going into your work to develop your company, to become a better businessman, to become a better businesswoman, to Retain a tremendous amount of wealth so you can keep on going from one Shabbos to running to your job again to make another business deal. That is the Chedetzadas. That's the confusion of the world. The world, all the other nations are entirely subsumed by that. But the Jewish people were given the Zachar of Shabbos. They were given the gift of the Shammar of Shabbos. They were given the gift of the body of Shabbos. Which the essence is to understand the enormity of going into the world taking all my resilience, my Jewish soul that I have in me and bringing that into the world and then taking from the world all my money and everything that I make and to use that for good deeds, to give kindness and to transcend above my beastly nature. And then Misha Tarakbar of Shabbos, then whoever does this the whole week, Yechel B'Shabbos, then the whole Shabbos has a whole different meaning. Shabbos has a meaning of wanting to spend time on the cultivation of my child's morals, the cultivation of my child's soul. Of course, we're going to eat and drink together. Of course, we're going to spend time together. But is that the purpose? The purpose is to go into the Zohar of Shabbos, that in the Shomer of Shabbos, in the body of Shabbos, in the eating and drinking, in the spending time together, in the cessation of work, to introduce true work, which is Malach HaShemayim which is the 40 minus one. Malamates malachas, men malachas, there was 40 minus one. There's one that is mutter on Shabbos, to bring God deep into your consciousness, to bring your God, your chelik alikad, deep into your consciousness, not only through yourself and your spouse, but through your children, to teach them to sit and listen to divrei Torah. Misha Tarakvar of Shabbos, whoever lived with this idea on whole era of Shabbos, he wasn't obsessed with his business, that his business was just outside of him, just so he could bring in Another moment of prayer, another moment of remembering God, another kindness, another legacy, something that will live on forever. Another moment of godly energy where I'm in touch with my chesed guru tferes, my Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, which is really to get in touch with my divine energy. My Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which is my netzachoy soy to understand that each day is its own infinite energy. And then to realize that at the sixth day, you're so trapped, you can't wait for Shabbos which is the sixth day, now we're in the 6,000 years. We want to introduce everything to Shabbos, to a state of a thousand years of tranquility. We're going to live with all of the product and the energy of the transformation of the Jewish nation for 6,000 years. And that's what a holy Kabbalist, we have to taste from the food of Shabbos, 
Now we can see the whole picture, even though we're simple people, we get to see the whole panoramic view of this awesome mission. Of not living a life like a beast, not living a life like an animal, not living a life that's connected with the sin of the Chet Yitzhadas, but to understand in enormity the life that goes on forever. One that's a compassionate life. One that's a life where we transcend above. And to understand this in its enormity. That even a person who doesn't know about all these secrets, if they can just know that Hashem set the rest on Shabbos and they live in the regular Torah, God-fearing Jew, that when it comes to Shabbos, even if they start from Shammar, even if they know nothing about Shabbos, and they just keep the laws of Shabbos, they will not violate the laws. They will spend time with the family. They will eat and drink. That alone is the purpose of the world. That is the body of Shabbos. It's true that it's not the avoid of Shabbos. It's not the inner dimension where soul and body intertwine. It's true that they don't know. But there's many people in the Jewish nation that just know about Shabbos from the Nigla, from the Gemara, from the Talmudic aspect. We just have to, Hashem rest on Shabbos. We have to rest on Shabbos. But if you're a God-fearing Jew, and if you're keeping Torah mitzvahs, and if you're praying during the week, then at the end of the day, even if your meal even if you're not in touch with the deeper dimension of Shabbos, which is the purpose of this world, to understand that now you get to celebrate the Rosh Hashanah just with God. It doesn't matter because Mishetarach of Shabbos, because since you lived the Torah, God-fearing life with your children, Yechel B'Shabbos, you will eat on Shabbos, you will eat the Shomer, you will eat the body of Shabbos, which means the, the protecting just means the Lamatars Malachas, but the Gemara says, Klum Parash Mishum Malachas El Mishum Shabbos. When you see Malachas, you're really getting Shabbos when you see those 39 pieces of work that you cannot do and you don't do them. Instantly you will get to the Zachar of Shabbos. You understand the body and the soul of Shabbos are translucent. When you look at the body of Shabbos, you see the soul, even if you don't know the Kabbalistic secrets. If you lived life properly, even if you don't know this, if you just did Maisat Tzedakah, if you did activity as a Jewish person, even if you didn't work hard, but you just davened with a minion and gave tzedakah and were kind. You're a good father, a good mother. You understand your mission, even if you don't know the depths of it. 6,000 years, all the, the last few thousand years, do you think everybody knew all the secrets? No, Shem to spend time with all the simple people, Maisa HaMitzvahs, people that just did regular body of mitzvahs. They didn't know the secret of Shabbos. But they're also going to be youthful by Shabbos. They're all, they all ate on Shabbos and they will keep on eating in the next thousand years. Because the body of Shabbos is Zohar V'Shamar B'Dibayachad. The body of Shabbos is Shamar. The body of Shabbos is Malachas. The body of Shabbos is don't do creative work. Don't be involved in domains where other people just realize that God is the purpose of the world. Now, a person who doesn't know even the body of Shabbos, meaning you're just doing the Lamatas Malachas because God said, don't do work, just spend time with family. Well, how did you live your life during the six days? The six days you lived, you by the code of Jewish law, you lived by Shulchan Aruch, Yechel B'Shabbos. You're going to have a meaningful, tranquil Shabbos where your family is going to grow. We're going to talk to every Torah. We're going to understand. You might not see the panoramic view. You might not understand, but you follow the, law, the laws. Kabbalah soil. You did Maise. You did activity. Your intelligence, your heart, the compassion, the depth of humanity, the purpose, how you're trying to be Odom Adal Melelian. You might not know that, but you did it. You did the physical, the body of Shabbos. So that's what matters. Yechel B'Shabbos. And then you can have the gift of touching the Baal Shem Tev, which is to know the secret 
and to be involved every moment, to be attentive during the week of kindness that I'm working so I can make money, so I can give it to tzedakah. I'm working so I can build something that's going to live past beyond me, not the cases I'm going to win or the furniture I'm going to sell or the home that I'm going to build or buy. But then I realized all of this is ultimately one moment in time. One moment of real regret, meaning one moment of attentiveness. Not to squander it of true good deeds, prayer, recognizing God in this world, transcending my beastly nature, not succumbing to lust and temptation, even when no one's looking, refining my character, fixing things about myself, confronting my demons, loving my spouse unconditionally, loving my children unconditionally. One moment of those, we will eat that on Shabbos. We'll be able to experience that and learn about it more. And delve into it and make that your mission and inscribe it in your children, instill it in in a way of obsessive. Oh, you're not allowed to work on Shabbos. No, one, one, you're allowed to do on Shabbos. You're allowed to pray the whole Shabbos. You know, the holy Siddiq masters, they instilled in their chsidim, they used to pray the whole Shabbos. Some chsidim wouldn't even eat. They would hardly even eat on Shabbos because they were so obsessed with prayer. But to live a life of that type of Shabbos, to have that, to have an gishmak in that, to not be running, waiting for Matzah Shabbos for your iPhone or your phone. You have to know, Misha Tarek Barav Shabbos, if during the weekday you cultivated a taste for realizing the creator of the world. By Yikra Kel just like Abraham Avinu, he saw the whole world, but he cut out the middleman. He cut out all of the idols, all of the astrological energies, all of the companies and people you're trying to impress and all the physicality. And he said, everything's God. So if Avraham Avinu discovered that, if you discover that on Sunday, how could you imagine how your Shabbos is going to be? You're going to want to pray. You're going to want to turk Torah. You're going to want to spend time with your children, not just even for the physical idea that you're having nachas. That my children are growing. They're going to be good businessmen. They're going to be successful. They have a good meal. That's the body. That's wonderful. If you kept Torah mitzvahs, that's wonderful. But imagine the inner dimension of Shabbos. Somebody who says, I can't wait for Shabbos not to be free of the body of my work but to be free from the enslavement, from the Mitzrayim, to be free from the six days of the week. Where I'm not sure about what my purpose is because this one says, I'm the, my boss says it's the purpose and my business says it's the purpose and, and then the doctor says it's the purpose and I'm running from here to there. But to be free on Shabbos, to be free to discover my godly nature, to connect with the creator of the world, to realize that I'm the purpose, that God chose me. And birth is God saying that I matter. And to realize what the essence of Shabbos is, Zachar v'Shamar b'Di Berechad. And the beauty of the Baal Shem Tev explaining this in the Holy Mechzedek Masters is that really the body and soul are one, it's translucent. It's translucent. If you did the body of Shabbos, if you did the body of Tzedakah, if you did the body for 6,000 years, the Jewish people, they've done the body. There's some that did the body, some that did the soul and body together obsessively. But it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. You're going to get, you're going to land at the same place whether you started from the soul obsessively, which is avoided, which is the big obsession, or whether you started from the body, just keeping the code of Jewish law, the body of this world, the feminine element. I surrendered my body to God. I gave up my hoit. I gave up my gvur. I gave up my feelings, the things that I want as the woman of God. And I gave all the time. The whole week I was in a state of giving. To be in that space is the body of Shabbos. If you did that during the week, even if you didn't understand, even if you don't see, 
you're going to eat on Shabbos because when Hashem said Zachar, everyone heard Zachar and Shamar. And when he said Shamar, everyone heard Shamar and Zachar, meaning to say they're translucent. They're interchangeable. And this is the awesome revelation of the Balatanya. That how wonderful and how beautiful it is somebody who could touch these secrets, who could taste from the foods of Shabbos before Shabbos. Do you understand? When Mashiach comes, whether you worked hard or you didn't work hard, as long as you did Torah Mitzvahs, you're going to be able to eat from the food of Shabbos, but to taste the food of Shabbos out of Shabbos. Now, when it's Friday afternoon in the cosmic symphony, in the 6,000 years when we're about to bring in Shabbos early through our work, you know, you taste sometimes the food and you say, oh, I can't wait to eat this. Let's bring in Shabbos early. That is the idea of bringing in Shabbos early, creating an obsession with the food of Shabbos. And what is the food of Shabbos? It's the divine knowledge. We will see. We will know God as the sea covers the seabed. You know, we will become partners with the creator of the world. We won't be able to create the world anymore because Shabbos, it will be a thousand years of rest. A thousand years where everything is done. Technology, the world, everything will scream Shabbos. There'll be no more work. You will no more. You won't be, your money will have no purpose. Can't give it anymore to the poor man. Everyone will be well for you. Madonna Mitsuyan Kaufer. The materiality will be all over people that have 20 million and 50 million in their bank account. When the messianic era talk, you talk about Shoifer God, like we say in Shemana yesterday three times a day. When that Shoifer will blow, it will be no more time. If the messianic era comes in the most enlightened way, there'll be no more time to give charity. Because in that moment, they'll be ushered in of a future that we cannot even imagine. They will make technology look like a candy. And we're on that path anyways with artificial intelligence where everybody being so wealthy that there's no need for anybody to do any work. Yes, the wealthy people may have excessive wealth, but everybody is going to go into a space of wealth, even on a physical level. On a physical level, God has given a gift into this world where technology is allowing us to live even the poorest of the poor, live richer than the richest 100, 100 years ago or 200 years ago. And to understand as we progress, as we tap in more into the reward for all of the work of the Jewish people, we cease to have, our money will cease to have meaning. But somebody, somebody who tasted from the food out of Shabbos, somebody who tasted from the Messianic era that he could understand that in that moment, we're going to see God, we're all going to witness whether you lived life regularly. Or whether you lived life internally, obsessively, you're going to still eat from the food. But to eat it from it now, you have to be obsessive. You have to know the secrets of the Holy Balatanya. To understand this idea, Erev Shabbos, that you have to be deeply in touch with the Rishu You have to be deeply in touch with the purpose of the creation of the world. So to taste from the food of Shabbos doesn't mean just literally to see the physicality in the world and only give tzedakah. That's wonderful. That's my sad tzedakah. But avoid the sad tzedakah is the true gift. Of course, the inner dimension of my body is alone a gift. But do you understand the enormous idea of seeing the real spirit of Shabbos now? Which is that the whole purpose of my work week, the whole purpose of everything I'm doing materialistically is to be able to bring God into the earth, to bring my godly nature deep into my work, to bring God to discover that my money I'm not making through the levush of this world. That really it's Kael Olam, it's Abraham Avinu, just discovery. I found Avram to be true because he was the first day he was chesed. He had a true heart. He knew. He spent all of his money just 
saying, cut out the middleman. Stop with your job. Stop with your nonsense. Stop with the idol worship. Realize that God is the energy of the world. Stop with the Stop with the confusion of You don't have to work so hard. Just discover God. And to understand this in its enormity and its cosmic consequences is to live a life where you live with Shabbos now. You taste from the Messianic era now. You bring in Shabbos early. And that's what he's talking about. If you're obsessive in compassion, you will unleash compassion from deep within your soul. You'll feel Shabbos now already. You'll be able to live throughout the whole week. Your, 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 your work day. We're in the 6,000 years. We're right away. We're bringing in. You already feel Shabbos. You bring in Shabbos early. Is it, this is called work. This is called tasting from the food of Shabbos. This is called your, your job is shut down. You stop working after Katsois. You're sitting ready for Shabbos. You bring, you're ready spending time with family. You're in the most tranquil state, not an anxiety because of technology that you're running for one minute, that your phone is making the business work 24 seven. Like many people before Shabbos are running and going, or you could go into the mikveh of Shabbos. You could be calm. You could be tranquil. You could show up early in shul. That means to discover the secrets of the messianic era of the Holy Balatanya now. To usher in Shabbos into your life now. To taste from it now. And this is most awesome revelation of the avoidance of tzedakah, of the inner dimension, the obsession. To discover Shabbos, not just from the Shammah of Shabbos, but the Zachar of Shabbos. And to do it now, before Mashiach comes. To be obsessive in compassion. So God unleashes the core of your soul, which is your Shabbos, which is your compassion, your Rachamim, which is the part of you, the Yisrael Shabbat Shabbat, which is revealed every Shabbos. Not the Yaakov, but to get to the Yisrael. To get to the core of who you are, to get it now during Golos. That you get from obsessive compassion. Even if you're not in the space of fully intellectualizing the depths. But if you taste from the food of Shabbos, which means obsessive compassion. If you taste from that now, even if you're not intellectually comprehending the whole purpose of man. But if you taste from the food of Shabbos, you have the ability during the weekday the Shabbos food, everybody knows, tastes different on Shabbos. But Friday afternoon, you, the food of Shabbos tastes differently. But we're not talking about the body of the food of Shabbos. We're talking about the body of the, we're talking about the soul of the food of Shabbos. The soul of the food of Shabbos is that I see the enormity of bringing in Shabbos. I see the enormity of giving compassion. I won't be able to give compassion soon. So I become obsessive. Like he says in letter number nine, I give out all my money. Because I realize that soon in the messianic era, there will be no more, whether it will be physically in this world because of artificial intelligence, there'll be no more meaning to my wealth. Yes, there'll be people who will be richer than me, but all the people soon will have unlimited wealth or limited wealth, but it will be wealth nonetheless. And to understand the enormity of being able to do it now, to give someone now, to, to, to create now, to make, to work now so I can eat on Shabbos. And that is the essence of what he's trying to say in this letter about the difference between Avoida and the difference between Maisa. You could either know about Shabbos superficially, which when in the Messianic era will make a major difference because you will discover it from body or soul. Body and soul are translucent. They see each other. The body reflects the soul and the soul reflects the body. But to understand this in its entirety, and this is the tremendous secret of this letter, but to taste from the food of Shabbos now that is the most magical thing in the world.